Hello, I'm Nick Heitner and I'm the director of the National Theatre and I'm going to take you on a tour of the National. We're going to see our three theatres, the Littleton, the Cottesloe and the Olivier. Uh, we're going to go backstage and we're going to go to the workshops. So come with me. Uh, in the summer, we can turn the square outside the theatre into a fourth auditorium. Uh, we can also put up installations here. You can see this uh, very beautiful and elegant three-piece suite covered in astroturf, which is our current pride and joy. Uh, hello, how are you? Uh, we also have a festival of outdoor theatre called Watch This Space. As director of the National, obviously my main responsibility is planning the repertoire and I direct some of the shows myself, but it's important that I keep in touch with some of the nuts and bolts issues. Um, and top of the agenda is how many tickets we're selling. Uh, box office always seems to be at the front of our minds. Uh, here's Andrew, who's uh, part of our box office team. Hi, Andrew. Uh, how are we doing in the Littleton tonight? Uh, it looks like a full house this evening. Well, there's never any better news than that. Obviously the big news is what goes on on the stages, but here front of house, there's plenty else going on. You can eat in one of our restaurants or cafes. Uh, you can listen to free foyer music. You can go to one of the many exhibitions that we hold. Uh, we have an absolutely terrific front of house team who are here to make your visit more enjoyable. We're going to continue the tour now into the Littleton Theatre. Uh, the Littleton's a conventional proscenium arch house. Uh, that just means that the audience sits in rows, uh, looking at the stage through the proscenium arch uh, as if they were looking through a picture frame. Uh, we tour many of the shows that we start here because there are a lot of theatres throughout the country and in the rest of the world uh, that are built essentially on this same layout. Uh, it's where the History Boys started, for instance, and that toured all over the world and then landed up in the West End. Uh, behind me, you can see the control boxes uh, from which the show is run every night. Uh, that's where lighting and sound are run from, it's where video technicians sit, uh, it's where the audio describer often is, uh, and the deputy stage manager uh, sits in one of these boxes uh, and runs the show from it. So far I've shown you what anybody who comes to see a show here at the National can see. Uh, now we're going to continue the tour uh, onto the stage of the Littleton Theatre and then I'll take you backstage and onto the rear stage. It's an unusually large stage, very deep and very wide, and that means there's none of the separation between stage and auditorium that a proscenium arch often dictates. You can see that it can feel as if the action and the audience are in the same big room together, uh, and you're looking behind me at what an actor would see as he stood on the stage and looked out into the auditorium. Uh, now we'll move into the wings. Uh, and I can see one of my senior technical colleagues, Rob Barnard, waiting for us. Hi, Rob. And um, Rob's going to tell us something about the flying system. I am. This, Nick, is the heart of the flying system, the counterweight flying system. That is the mechanism used in this theatre for flying, seemingly right up into the grid there. It's a manual system. It's over 30 years old, and it's kind of time it's re replaced, actually. Yeah, and we're going to replace it pretty soon, We're going to replace we? it with a powered system, which will enable us to fly much heavier scenery made of steel and three-dimensional scenery, which is what we use much more of these days. Yeah, theatre te yeah. technology never stands still, does it? It does, no. No. One thing we'll always need, though, um, is a prompt corner. That's what we call the prompt corner there. It's where the stage manager and the assistant stage managers run every single show. Um, now... Come with me now, and I'll take you onto what we call the rear stage. Uh, it's where we store the set that's waiting to come in for the next performance. And here is the set for a show called Afterlife. Um, 
we can keep three shows in the repertoire at any one time here in the Littleton. Uh, there's always one stage on uh, one show on the stage, of course. Uh, one waiting here on the rear stage, uh, and we have a large area on the side stage. And this is the set for a show called Never So Good. So we're leaving the Littleton side stage and we're coming out onto what we call Drum Road, which links all three of our theatres, the Olivier, the Littleton and the Cottesloe. And it's also where all our workshops are. Uh, now, uh, we're more or less unique in this theatre in that we make everything on site. Just passing the metal workshop and moving here into scenic construction, uh, we have tremendous carpenters, metal workers, plastic experts, their job is to take the designs from the stage designer and to construct the sets. When they finish constructing them, um, they will send them through to our paint frame where scenic artists get to work on them. Here we are in the paint frame, which is where all our scenic artists work. Uh, and over here is a legendary scenic artist, Hilary Vernon-Smith, who is uh, who's in charge of the paint frame. Hello, and Nick. Hilary, maybe you could tell us a little bit more about what goes on here. Yeah, sure. Um, we have a team of six scenic artists who work here who paint big backcloths and all the scenery that is made by the carpentry and metal workshops. This might include texturing to make things look like concrete or wood graining, marbling. In fact, anything that the designers require us to do, we will attempt to do so that we produce an effect that uh, they require to be seen on stage. The prop making department, uh, we have real artists and craftsmen who work here making the props. So we're walking away from the props department now and we're going to leave the artists and craftspeople of the props department uh, to get on with making the props and sets for the new shows that they're working on. And we're going to go into the rehearsal room. And this is rehearsal room one. Uh, which is uh, almost the size of the Olivier Theatre and has many of the features of the Olivier stage, including uh, a revolve, which is uh, very useful. We often use the revolve in the Olivier Theatre. And here uh, is part of the set uh, of a play called Her Naked Skin, which is about the suffragette movement. Uh, and a lot of that play takes place in prison. This set evokes a Victorian jail. Uh, we very often have either part of the set or a mock-up of the set in rehearsal, particularly for a big and complicated show. Uh, takes a while for actors to uh, work out the challenges and problems of a big set. Uh, this rehearsal room will always be a hive of activity. 25, 30 actors, a director uh, working out what the show's going to be. Uh, it will often be visited, um, huge array of chairs here by all the designers, the set designer, costume designer, lighting designer, sound designer, they'll often be here. Um, movement directors, voice coaches, uh, we work with very often. Uh, here will always sit the stage managers uh, whose job is to coordinate rehearsals uh, and to make sure that everything that's worked out in rehearsals is recorded uh, and distributed to the departments in the theatre uh, whose work is going to be affected by discoveries and changes that are made in rehearsals. Uh, most of the best stuff happens in rehearsal. A, a lot gets worked out beforehand, uh, but even more emerges as the actors start to grapple with, with the play that they're working on. 
So, rehearsals are about to start and we'll continue the tour to the Cortezo Theatre. It's, uh, it's where we do the new and experimental stuff. Um, this is a theatre where a lot of playwrights have cut their teeth and where a lot of established playwrights still prefer to work. Um, uh, it's also a theatre where, uh, where we rediscover plays from the past, plays that have maybe been forgotten, writers that have been forgotten maybe. Uh, it's a theatre where uh, we do the stuff that needs the more intimate feel that uh, a 300-seat auditorium can provide. Uh, it's a very flexible auditorium at the moment set out with rows of seats facing the stage rather like the Littleton uh, but in fact uh, we can play uh, in the round uh, with seats on all sides of the stage we can play on a long traverse stage with seats either side uh, we can get rid of the seats completely uh, and do promenade productions where the actors and the audience share the same space we're going to leave the Cottesloe Theatre now which seats about 300 uh, and we're going to go to the Olivier Theatre which seats about four times as many as that. Uh, we'll squeeze through what you might call the wings, although they barely are wings. Uh, there's an improvisational feel about this theatre which makes it very popular with actors and audiences uh, and it almost is improvised because uh, it was squeezed uh, into an empty black box that was given to us by the original architect. Um, not improvised at all uh, is this very famous piece of stage machinery uh, that we're entering now. This is the Olivier Theatre's drum revolve, um, which uh, corkscrews up into the heart of the Olivier Theatre stage. Uh, it can deliver actors, it can deliver furniture, it can deliver entire sets onto the Olivier stage, uh, and it's absolutely essential uh, if you're doing a big epic piece, like for instance, the two-part adaptation we did of the Philip Pullman novels, His Dark Materials, where entire worlds came up on the drum revolve as if by magic uh, and arrived in front of the 1,200 people that the Olivier Theatre can seat. Uh, this theatre is based on the great classical amphitheatre at Epidaurus uh, and it's a development of the Greek ideal of the entire community coming together uh, to see itself reflected on the stage. Uh, it's where we do the great classical epics, it's where we do Shakespeare uh, and it's where we do uh, the most ambitious new plays, the plays that debate the state of the nation. Um, you can see part of the set uh, on stage at the moment for Bernard Shaw's play Major Barbara, uh, a play about the arms trade and about our responses to poverty. Uh, it's a huge challenge for actors, this theatre. It requires great imagination, tremendous precision um, and quite a lot of vocal muscle. It requires great vocal skills. The only real way of experiencing live theatre is to be here on the night. No two performances ever the same and I hope you'll come and I hope to see you.